This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Cheryl? Tig? I wasn't quite sure that this episode was going to be so fun. Yeah, because even though the... I mean, should I say the name of the... Yeah. Even though it's... Oh, God. How do you not know how this works? <laughs> well, I know at the end I'm going to say it. But the documentary that we're talking about today is Tickled. So it sounds It funny, sounds fun. But it's... But it's not. It's not funny. But we had a lot we of had fun. fun. I, I feel like we had a lot of fun this episode. My face hurts. Yeah. Is that related to this? <laughs> My face hurts from laughing. I don't know why. Well, because we just had a really fun episode. So, uh, ladies and jerks, welcome to Tickled. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Welcome home, Cheryl. Thank you. I know. I'm back from Florida. Do you know I'm from, I'm from Florida? <laughs> you almost had trouble saying it. I do you, did. Do you know I'm from, 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 from I'm so excited. I, I, I can't I, wait to tell you I'm from, 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 from Florida. I, I always have trouble saying something. Yes. It's just a little, it's a little something. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, Tig. I don't, I don't want to, but I don't want to jump ahead, but I have to jump ahead because I can't wait oh, to God, acknowledge. Spilling beans? I just have to acknowledge how many people in this documentary had Florida shirts on. By the way, a lot of it takes place in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like on earth. And some tank tops, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I had to. The, I did an interview um, yesterday, and the interviewer asked me to look up some photos to send in of myself uh, from when I was 28. Why that's so specific? Well, the article is about being twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. You I, specifically, or when people, people are twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. They talk mm. to different people about when they were twenty eight, and so I found a photo, and lo and behold, you were wearing a tank top. I was. <laughs> I looked good. <laughs> I was on a boat. 
In a tank top. Were you in Florida? I was not. I was in Big Bear. Oh, that seems like an inappropriate place to wear a tank top. Where is appropriate? You already said there's no place. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it, it should be Florida. I was on. I was on the lake. I was, okay. I okay. had rented a boat. I was okay. floating around. Had my tank top on. Okay. Big Bear is in California. For whoever might be listening and doesn't know this, which by the way, I would have never known that. But mm-hmm. I will say, since we talked about tank tops and sleeveless blouses, mm-hmm. I've seen a few pictures of women that look cute in a tank top uh wait till you see <laughs> hashtag hashtag hot tig in a tank top what do you smoke cigarellos in that movie yeah uh swisher sweets what is that like a tiny lady cigar well and men and women and men non-binary 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 okay. cigars you don't have to label everything it doesn't have I to don't, be a you're lady. the one labeling i'm telling everybody i understand what you're saying we don't have yeah. to i don't have to say lady cigar we can say Sis. non-binary cigar okay tickled is a 2016 new zealand documentary directed by david Ferrier and Dylan Reed. The film explores the bizarre subculture of competitive endurance tickling, which leads the journalist filmmakers down a rabbit hole of shell companies and shadowy figures. Tickled is distributed by Magnolia Pictures and debuted in the U.S. at the 2016 Sundance Film Festival. Um. Oh, gosh. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Because... When you hear that it's called Tickled. Sounds fun. It sounds so funny and fun. However, tickling ha- is not it's, fun. It's not. But it's funny. One- it is funny. <laughs> oh. oh, it is. Are you t- you're ticklish. I can tell you're ticklish. Well, by the way, that sounds like a, you're judging me. <laughs> Of You're ticklish. I, I can tell by the way you look. I can't. But what does that even mean? I can just picture you <laughs> stuck in a tickle lockdown. And are you ticklish? Yes, but you know what's really funny, and Stephanie didn't know this. Mm. I don't think she remembers this. But and she's not listening. No, she listens. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you almost did a spit take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we, Stephanie and I got together, she asked me if I was ticklish. And I told her wow. no. Because you never wanted I, to be tickled. I didn't tickled. want her to tickle me. And she yeah. just took my word. And she and never, to this day, never tried to tickle me. And I'm ticklish, Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl, I'm ticklish. God. I wish we were in the same room. Why? Not because then I would try to tickle you, which is weird. It's a listen, tickling is a weird, it's a very weird thing, is it not? Wait a when, when we were in the same room, you would try to Where yes. there are so many ways to go about trying to tickle somebody, where would you where would be your attack zone? Oh gosh. I think can, maybe yeah, I think maybe like the side of the stomach. Okay, little is that too, where you would little too intimate? intimate? Well, every place is intimate under your arms. I'd come around our- from behind you, <laughs> and I'd, I'd grab your your midriff, and I'd just grab a hold, and I'd just tickle you. I'd tump, I'd tump, I'd, tickle, I'd, I'd, tump I'd tump you t- to the ground. I'd just tickle you. I tickle you. Do you pee in your pants? I tickle you so hard. There are here's what's interesting. Yes, tell me. 
I have this issue where my left leg. Uh-oh. What? I don't know. It's a weird way to start. Like an issue with my left leg is very specific and weird. Go ahead. It's ticklish. That's all. I mean, <laughs> like right above. Try and turn this into something that's not. My but left like, leg's ticklish. Right above your knee. You can't handle that. Right above. Well, I'm not going to tell you because I don't trust being in a room with you again. Right. Because as soon as I see you, I know you're going to hunch down and come at me like a weird <laughs> aunt. And be like, no. come here. <laughs> a weird, a weird old aunt. <laughs> a weird old aunt. Uh, no, I'm going to wait till we're in a very like serious place, and then I'm going to reach where, over. Where might that be? <laughs> I don't know. Please I don't fill know. me in. <laughs> I'm not sure where. where that's have going. we ever been in a serious place? <laughs> we were at a fundraiser once, and someone was giving a serious speech. What? No. Where? <laughs> where? In Beverly Hills. Joe Kennedy. Oh. Little Joe. Yeah. Oh, Little Joe. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Little Joe. Little Joe. Well, I I needed to be finding, you know, these photos for me when I was 28, and I came across a picture of me with you in a headlock. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It is. I'll send it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe I was hugging you from behind, <laughs> but it looked like, and I did immediately. I was like, why do I have Cheryl in a headlock? And I was like, oh, I think I'm hugging you. I came up from behind you and I was hugging you around your neck, but it looks oh, like you're in a headlock. <laughs> so it could have escalated to a tickle uh, competition. That would be, listen, if somebody came up to me yeah. and tickled me, I would be, I would not. I, it would not be okay. <laughs> well, well, okay, but where are you most ticklish? See, I don't even know. It's been so long since someone's tickled me because it, it's not, I don't find it funny. <laughs> okay, but if somebody was tickling me, yeah, you would laugh. Oh, that would be funny. That yeah, would be you'd funny. Be laughing hysterically. But so when someone tickles you, does it feel slightly good? No. <laughs> Who does it feel good to? I don't know. Why is it so weird that you're in, in you're so uncomfortable and you're laughing harder than you've ever laughed? I don't know. In... It's Well, I didn't really think you'd have the answer. Oh. I mean, I, we probably should have googled it before we started cuz that's a very uh, good why? question. <laughs> why? <laughs> People aren't Maybe expecting Maybe while answers. we're talking our producer can do some googling why is tickling why? uncomfortable? Have you ever had any pleasure when you were being tickled? I know it's been decades. Decades. No. I mean, you know, um, my friend Barry Sonnenfeld, the director, well, I don't know why we were talking about tickling one day, but he's, his theory was yes. you're, you're ticklish until you become sexually active or, or like sexually matured, and then it's not, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could have seen your face when you delivered, and then it's not funny. Like you were wanting everyone to know that you're sexually matured. <laughs> you got so serious about that. Well, it's just, and so by the way, so when you're watching this film, it is, uh, isn't it awkward? Like watching, it is awkward, because but they, you know it's so much more awkward. Huh? It's watching this awkward tickling on the movie 
and laughing alone in my hotel <laughs> while I'm watching grown men tickle each other. Then I, when I realized I was laughing by myself, I was, I was watching and I was like this, Cheryl. Look. <laughs> Were you not? No. Uh-uh. I did I did I did not. You didn't smirk or smile mm, or laugh. No, Is because it, it makes me feel so... I hated it. <laughs> if that helps, I hated it. So you were laughing and hating it. Oh, I wish they'd stop. Yeah, it goes on for too long. Oh. Oh. Ugh. Cheryl. Yeah. Way it's too, too long. long. It's too like long. Like a tickle, if you are gonna tickle somebody, it should be like, hey, gotcha. That's it. I'll watch my left leg around you for the hey gotcha moment. It doesn't need to be like a you know why do you did you do you remember being liking to be tickled? I would imagine as a child I thought I liked it because yeah. I was laughing and smiling and yeah. uh probably seemed happier than I'd ever been <laughs> ever. But, but deep inside you hate that hated it. Yeah, it's like when you are detached from your true feelings. Yeah. It's probably one of those first times in life when you're splitting from yeah. how you really feel. Right. Because it, it's so confusing. Yes. <laughs> we just got a little bulletin of information. I'm not even... You, sh- yeah, you want me to try? Yeah, you want to try? I'll try it. I, I mean, I already see one word that I don't know. Um, scientists <laughs> trusted source found being tickled stimulates your hypothalamus hypothalamus the area of the brain in charge of your emotional reactions and your fight or flight and pain responses when you're tickled you may be laughing not because you're having fun but because you're having an autonomic do it autonomic autonomic okay emotional response in fact the body movements of someone being tickled often mimic those of someone in severe pain Mm. yes that's what you were gonna say it feels like severe pain that's what you were yes that's what you were gonna say that is weird that your body reacts that way your body reacts that way (laughs) what is that um that animal on the muppets that sounds like hypothalamus Oh, a snuffleupagus? Yeah, snuffle. It's your your snuffleupagus. When you get tickled, your snuffleupagus <laughs> reacts. Reacts. Okay, so sh- shall we move towards tickled the documentary for a moment? So these two filmmakers in New Zealand heard about competitive endurance tickling competitions. That has never crossed my desk. Has it crossed yours? <laughs> How do you no. hear about this? I don't know, but they were intrigued and they thought, now that sounds funny. What would you do if you came across that? That crossed your desk. Yeah. I would Google it. Oh, you would? Why would you not? No, I think this is what would happen. I'm on the computer, and for whatever reason, competitive, I was going to say <laughs> competitive Googling. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> that would pique my interest, people. <laughs> Going head-to-head Googling stuff. <laughs> That's really I got it. great. I got it first. Oh my gosh, that is our spinoff podcast, is competitive, competitive Googling. Googling. It, the producer gives you a topic and you Google <laughs> your first. face off. 
Okay, so wait, well, you were going to so, say. Okay, if I was sitting at my desk mm-hmm. doing some work, somehow yeah. competitive tickling pops mm-hmm. up on my screen. I would have had to have veered off from my workload that yeah, day. Yeah, so you've done something. Uh, okay, bad already, something yes. has led me there. Yes. I would be like, oh boy, that's weird. <laughs> that would be my response. Oh, wow. I, but you know, maybe it'd be more like this competitive tickling. Oh, boy. <laughs> you boy. Those yeah, people. Boy. It reminds me of, because somebody had said that there was a um, laugh therapy. Uh, have you ever heard of that? I have. It's called stand-up comedy. <laughs> no, but there are, like, groups that yeah. get together, and then they... They force laughter. Yeah, force laughter. Yeah. I used to do that on my old podcast. Um, I used to have a segment called Force Laughter. And we would <laughs> laugh with our guest at the end. And it didn't feel good. No, it's weird. But when I was younger, we would do... Judgmental. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's like, it's a weird, you know. We played a game called Ha. Did you ever play a game called Ha? It sounds so fun. (laughs) Somebody lies on the floor, and then you lie on on your head on the stomach. Yeah, and then the next person lies on, and so it's like this chain. And then the first person says "ha," but Uh, you know your head is bobbling. And then the second person says "ha ha," and then everybody's head starts bobbling. It sounds dirty now that I'm saying it because it's like. Were you clothed? (laughs) You. You specifically were you clothed, or did you show up (laughs) naked to play "ha"? I thought it was, I had complete wrong idea about what that yeah. game was. You have a six pack in your hand and you show up naked to play Ha. People are like, what are you doing? <laughs> Who invited Heinz? <laughs> okay. So if you're sitting in your office yeah. and you got your laptop open. Yeah. And uh, tickle competitive competition. T- tickling. Competitive tickling yeah. comes across your desk. Act Be- out uh, how you would. We're like, whoa, I never heard of that. That sounds insane. Oh, push play. And then would you try and get involved? Sign up for the $2,000? <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So that does like veer us back on, on track. Oh, So good. in this film, these guys decide to learn more about this tickling competition, and they found out that there's this woman, uh, Jane O'Brien, who is paying these guys. Mm-hmm. They were all guys, like young. I don't know. Did you get the feeling that they were like late teens or early 20s? Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like 15 to 22. Yeah. 15 to 20. Yeah. And so... 64. <laughs> what if there's one old guy that showed up? <laughs> hey! Like, no, tickle me! Hey! Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of ticklish. Well, that's the thing that I didn't honestly... I, I don't know why. Why I didn't think that this was somehow going to be a weird sexual fetish for somebody. Did you think I that did, when you started watching it? No. Because you watch it and you're like, this is hilarious and cute. And then... All of a sudden. Well, I didn't think it was hilarious and cute. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I didn't think it was cute. To see grown 15 to 20-year-old men who are not seemingly gay, you know what I mean, yeah. on and each then, other. Well, right. So one of them would 
have to be, I guess, tied up. That's the part that wasn't cute. That's when it starts to get like, oh, oh, this is... <laughs> wait so a wait, how is it that you and I both are watching this and we don't think it's sexual? <laughs> We're both we like... Uncle this Frank person. tickling you before you go to bed. Like, <laughs> First of all, if Uncle Frank is tickling you before you go to bed, that's also not cute or okay. You need well, to talk to your parents or call the police. Okay. Yeah. So in the film, and honey, Uncle know. Frank's gonna come in your room and tickle you before no, bed. I'm not That's... saying he comes in your room, but I'm saying you know, be, if you're if you're eight and you're saying goodnight to all the grownups and you you hug him and he tickles you for one second, oh hey, and you laugh and run off. See, even that sounds weird. You and the you and the really quick tickles that run in the family. I just wanted you to be and as, Uncle Frank. I wanted to be just, as fast as possible. It's a get in and get out mission. <laughs> okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So this uh, woman, uh, Jane O'Brien, pays these guys $2,000, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Just an envelope shows up. Yeah. And all you have to do, all you have to do, it starts out like, okay, 
this is feels weird but okay and then uh, another guy sits on top of the guy that's tied up on his at chest at what point did you and i <laughs> clue in, we're in we're how in. long into the documentary are we like oh, <laughs> oh, oh this oh. woman just loves boys tickling each other <laughs> I I don't know why. I mean, at that moment, I was like, oh, you know, there's this book called Billion Wicked Thoughts. Oh. I, read, I read a long time ago. I'm just letting you know I read a book. But it was interesting because it was about people's sexual fantasies and desires and mm-hmm. things before the internet, you know, they would do um, you had to go check that book out of the library <laughs> yes <laughs> they would ask they would do questionnaires with people sit down and ask them what they liked what they didn't like and nobody's answering that you know they're not saying i like to do it with goats nobody's saying that and then Cheryl, the internet comes that out that is not vegan i like to do it with blueberry pie but then the internet comes out and people are googling some crazy ass schnitz and then mm. you realize, oh, there are a billion wicked thoughts. And You're like, so- oh, there are other people like me. Is that what you were thinking? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and that's what they talked about in this documentary, too. Like the one guy who, who said, you know, he grew up, uh, he was always fascinated with tickling. And then at some point he looked online and was like, oh, other people love it, too. Yeah, that's one of the guys in the Yeah, that's one of the guys. It's yeah, it wasn't the, ni- the main No, it was one of the antagonists. nice It was one of the nice ticklers. Yeah, he was a nice tickler and he seemed to be comfortable yeah. with with his, his tickling and and the tickleies. <laughs> <laughs> the people that got tick- tickled. All right, step right up. We got your ticklers and your tickleies. <laughs> now wait, that <laughs> <laughs> are you a tickler or tickly all right get on this set you can get on that set i'm gonna blow a whistle and um cheryl that book that you read yeah was it uh, back up and help me understand this yeah. book is it's a, it was written by a psychologist i couldn't tell you here and what drew you to that book i like i like psychology books uh-huh. i like books I'm very drawn to psychology and um, I, I think somebody had told me about it, but I thought it was very, I thought it was so interesting because I, I'm, I'm very interested in what people think and then what people will actually share with other people. And that, that book is about different fetishes. It's not so much about different fetishes. It's, it's more about um, how before the internet, there was no way to tell. Mm-hmm. How many people liked that one weird thing that you do with your big toe? And then after the internet, it's there in black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, I was <clears throat> I was just thinking about how interesting it is for people to have so much access through the internet and what they had to go through to get access to stuff with checking out a book or buying a book. You mean back in the day? Yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What people must have gone through to just, like, read about or look at certain things. And, I mean, even to, like, self-help books. 
There well, must have yeah. been so much shame around that because well, yeah, that's what this book talks about too. Is that people really just want to feel understood, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lonely feeling when you feel like you're having these thoughts. sexual feelings towards a toe. <laughs> <laughs> that one big toe. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people have weird things. I don't know. No. No. (laughs) But, you know, it's a lonely place to think that, oh, I must be this super weirdo. But then, yeah, you go on the internet and it's like, oh, actually, three million other people enjoy that. Mm, That one big (laughs) show. Um, so Tig, in this documentary, this woman, uh, Jane O'Brien is hiring these guys and they're tickling each other. Although I think it is just one person receiving. It's not like they flip over. You know what I mean? Did you think that might happen? Did you think that somebody was going to be tickled and then... And then it was their turn? Seems only fair. They would swap. <laughs> But it's so it's so awkward because like they're sitting on top of the guy just like tickling their. That's what I mean is it's if Mm. it were gay guys and there was some sort of relationship or behavior between two people, and they both were enjoying it. Yeah, fine. They don't even have to be gay. I mean, two heterosexual guys love to to tickle. Mm -hmm. But it was very odd to watch Mm. these like. 15 to 20 year old guys straddling each other and same goes for if it were would have been women like if there were just like it would be weird there although there weren't any women being tickled in this no but had Uh, there been yeah then what like let's say you and stephanie didn't know each other (laughs) you showed up to some warehouse to make two grand (laughs) you were straddling stephanie and but I guess you you already told us you'd be like I got you. <laughs> it would you would have short. you would have ruined those videos because you would have said gotcha. Yeah. See, I think and uh, I'm probably wrong, but it feels like women. If oh another woman was on top of me tickling me, and I said, you know what? Actually, that you've gone too far. I feel like she would listen and get off of me. Hmm. Do you feel like that? Well, unless it was. Uh... What's her name who's sending out that money? Jane O'Brien? Yeah. Jane didn't seem to have boundaries. No. So what happened was, uh, the long and the short of it, Jane was um, exploiting these guys. Yes. She was preying on... On On guys that needed cash. Yeah, guys that were... Handsome and young. Handsome, young, and broke. And in areas that had handsome young broke guys yeah that's true yeah and jane o'brien's company did not like these two filmmakers setting out to make a film about it and they were telling them they have to stop they have to shut it down i mean typical ticklers with no sense of humor (laughs) i mean you've seen it before (laughs) you're one cheryl Ticklers. Ticklers taking things a little too seriously. Seriously. I mean, I never I never need to see one person tickled for the rest of my life after watching this film. 
It's like watching the bee film and people being stung. It's like, I don't ever need to see someone. I wouldn't mind seeing you tickled. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm completely honest. Oh, my God. What would you think if you and I were on, like, you know those massage tables? Yeah. What if we were each on our own massage table? Yeah. And we were separated by about five feet. Yeah. And we could face each other. Okay. And we were both being separately tickled oh, no. and had to look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> While we were being tickled. I would be so angry. And I know, but you'd be laughing I would until be. you would have time to talk and express your anger. But what we should release that for an episode. We should release. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants no, to see no, that. Nobody sees podcasts. <laughs> I'm saying we should release oh, the audio, audio oh. of us being tickled while we are making eye contact. Who is tickling? Like Thomas and Gabby, our producers? Her name is pronounced Gabby. How is it that you don't know Gabby. how to pronounce your producer's first name or your co-host's last name? I prefer Gabby. I saw you leave something on Instagram the other day where you said, I do a podcast, the Tigno. Toro. I had to. By the way, that was the you second time I did it. You mispronounced my name. I felt. I feel like I mispronounced it the first time. I went back and corrected it. Okay. Can you say the word tar? Tar. Yeah, I just cool. said tar. Right. So why don't you start using it in my last name, like the rest of the no, population? No taro. Yes. Okay, I'll try. It just doesn't stick in my brain. I don't know why. Clearly. I mean, <laughs> how many years? And the fact that. Gabby works for you, and you just, you're like, Gabby, yeah. Because it reminds me of Gob Stopper. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and her last name is And she's much more Stopper. beautiful than a Gob Stopper. Nobody ever thinks <laughs> that Gabby is less attractive than a Gob Stopper. <laughs> Not one person has looked at Gabby and thought, she's cute, but not as cute as a Gob Stopper. <laughs> I just don't think it fits her. In my mind, it doesn't fit her. But that Gabby. is none it's of not your business. That, but, but it is. Because I see the world through my own eyeballs. I see the world <laughs> through mine. What if somebody was called, what if I felt like your name was better as, um, what if I always spelled your name S-H-E-R-Y-L-H-I-N-E? That's okay. It's happened before. But always. I'm I have saying a always. group of friends that call me Shirley. I don't care about them. I'm asking mm-hmm. you. Wouldn't you probably at one point just, just be, like, be like, come on, listen. commit it to memory. And and then if yeah. you said to me, there's something in my brain that's taking up that space mm-hmm. and I can't, it doesn't stick in my memory, I'd say, I understand. And that would be it. How does it feel to be perfect? <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> Um, this is uh, one of my friends sent me this during the 16th. Oh, I mean, listen, <laughs> during, the, during the 16th century, tickling was used for corporal punishment. A Protestant sect would tickle transgressors to death. Can you die you from tickled to tickling? De- well, you could if you didn't get to eat for like two months or have any water. You know, my sister, Dr. Becky Hines and I have a pact. Oh, about yeah. if uh-huh. we die in a funny way, like it's going to be, it's okay to. This story again. 
Go well, on. I'm saying this would count. If mm. no, but tell the story. Oh well, if you die, you know, if you're like get hit on the head with a coconut, and that's how you end up dying. Which, I mean, it's sad because you'd still die, but it is. How can you tell that story? I mean, <laughs> it would be okay to laugh when you tell the story. It would be really funny if you got hit on the head with a coconut in the grocery store, because <laughs> somebody would pick like if. If somebody heard the story, they would assume you were on a tropical island. Yeah. But if you were just... It was just a freak in, accident in the grocery store. You're in Whole Foods or something. And they were, set, they were up too high. And somebody was walking <laughs> and they, the coconuts were up too high. Or somebody was walking and they slipped and... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> or... Coconut hit yeah, you. Yeah, like head. slip on a banana peel. I'm sure somebody must die from that, right? Every once in a while. I, maybe our producer, Thomas, can Google... <laughs> Anyway, how many people have died from <sighs> slipping on a banana peel? Okay, you know what else? In our tickle documentary episode, <laughs> ancient Romans provided punishment through tickling too. They tied offenders down, soaked their feet in salt, and had goats lick it off. That sounded like a poem. <laughs> you know, when I um, did my comedy show announcing that I had cancer, yeah. I felt like if I bombed. Yeah. When I did took that show. leap of faith yeah. and and shared my uh, turmoil and that the audience didn't, I wasn't able to make it funny or entertaining, and then I died soon after, yeah. I thought that would be... Funny? That yeah, sounds just like, like... That's tragic. A, a, well, a dark funny <laughs> that... God. That I went on stage... Where's your sense it, of humor? <sighs> that I went on stage... And I tried like to make light. Yeah. Yeah. And then I bombed. Oh, and then I just, just uh, nobody heard night. from me again. Yeah. And then I was buried oh <laughs> or or cremated actually is what I want. But there's something funny about that, right? Yes. It seems sad. Um, we did just get a message in from oh. Thomas, our pro producer. Um uh. A 1927 Tennessee death certificate for a 70-year-old hospitalized man shows patients slipped on banana peeling and fell shortly before death. Banana peeling? Banana peeling. Oh. Yeah. So it, he really did slip on a banana peel and died. So there's only been one person. <laughs> and that joke is so widely known Started and in 1927. So what happened to that and one poor guy? And it was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Let's keep and this alive. And we are alive. still laughing <laughs> and still making fun of him <laughs> all these years later. <laughs> and nobody else, everybody else is like, when they see a banana peel, they're like, whoa, I'm not going to be me. I am not going to be number two. I was hoping that when Thomas went on and competitively Googled that, yeah. that... Um, that he would have seen a live tally yeah. oh, going. Oh, that is like a ticker. That's just like, yeah, just there goes another ticker, one. There like, goes another one. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you see how many smoker deaths yeah. a year, you see that yeah. on like billboards yeah. and stuff. That's terrible. No, it's terrible. But what if you saw a billboard one day that was tallying um, banana peel deaths? Banana peel. <laughs> I mean, that would be a tough, it would be hard to know how you're supposed to react to that because, of course, it's not funny that somebody just died, but how many people... I mean, it is funny that so many people die of slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> okay, listen, we have 
to circle back. Can can I just say we've got? I feel like I've said this on this show, and I'll say yeah. it again because we are not afraid to repeat things. I feel confident I'm going to slip and die. Okay, oh, go ahead. like in a funny way or not really? Oh no, it's never <laughs> funny. It's so pathetic. <laughs> it's always pathetic, which then is funny. You know, like there's on something ice. funny. Have you ever slipped on ice? No, like the- getting out of my tub. Good oh, Lord. Hey, okay, Grandma. Good Lord. Yes. Wow. You need the some tu- railings. The- <laughs> <laughs> you do. You really do. You That's know, what helps you. I know, but the t- the top, the sides of the slippery? T- they're very high. Ouch. And so you can't I, uh, pick your I'm foot always up that like, Whoa. here we go. <laughs> I love everyone in the house. That's like me walking down an icy street. I feel like this is it. I'm going down. I am going down. And a car is going to run over me. And you need a walker. <laughs> That's what those are for. You need a walker, need a walker with walker. little tennis balls on the back. I know. Doesn't it seem like you would make a lot of money if you invented like a good looking tennis ball that was meant for that? So it's not like, so you're not having to use the actual bright green tennis ball, like a sexier one, like a, you know, a A sexy uh, sexy, walker stopper. That's right. Like a, like a dark blue or charcoal gray or something. If there's a lockdown again, if the numbers go back up, I know what you need to be doing with your time is getting that product. Sexy tennis ball. (laughs) Sexy tennis ball ball for the walkers. (laughs) And I love that it's singular. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you clearly need two if you have a walker. <laughs> Sexy tennis ball. Oh, oh God. God. Help me. Hi, do you guys carry sexy tennis ball? <laughs> For the walker. Or, For the walker. Like an old person voice. Let's hear it. You do it. No. By the way, what? I'm sure that's offensive to old people. Tennis players? To, ten, to, 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 to Listen. To sexy people like uh, me. <laughs> Hashtag hot tick. I can't offended. get out of the bathtub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing sexier than that story. <laughs> I know. I always think it's going to happen when Stephanie's not home and then she's going to come you. in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, like oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. And she'll be like, Cheryl was right. We should have gotten that railing. <laughs> One of the guys said that, um, I just, this phrase, I don't know how I feel about it. When he was describing. You go, girl. When he was describing Jane O'Brien, he said that she would get her rocks off by watching the tickling. Yeah. Does it, do people say that? Oh, I got my rocks off. Have you never heard that? I mean, I have, but uh, I haven't heard it in a long time. In the 70s? In the 70s. Yeah, is it? Are people still saying that? And would somebody say that about themselves? Like, hey, I'd like to get my rocks off by doing X, Y, and Z. I don't know, Cheryl. Okay. What would you like to use in place of that? Get my. Rocks I don't off? use that. Yeah. I, what do I you don't use? Um. <laughs> I don't even know what I would use. What do you use? I don't know. I don't think I used anything. I mean, I guess if you were going to use something, you'd say, you know what would feel good? You wouldn't say, you know what would get my rocks off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, although, wait. Oh, oh, now that I'm saying it out loud, does, 
is that just for men? Are they talking about balls? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should have our producer Google. <laughs> Competitive get, Google. Get my rocks off. Is that... <laughs> I mean, now it sounds like, yes, it has to do with, ball, with men and balls. Oh, that makes sense then. Okay. Maybe you could start saying, I'd like to get my sexy tennis balls off. I'd love to get my sexy tennis... You know what would get my sexy tennis balls off? <laughs> Do you carry sexy tennis ball? <laughs> ball? Um, okay, so these guys, uh, they start to expose Jane O'Brien. And now, this is the point in our podcast when you... How relieved were you that it wasn't Soledad O'Brien? Press pause. Press pause. <laughs> if, if you don't want to know what happens because you haven't seen the documentary yet, oh. press pause. Turn off your vacuum. Press pause. Okay, because we're about to spill some beans. What yeah. are our vacuum cleaners' names? Aiden and Brandy. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So, at this point, go ahead. Tell them what you just said. I wasn't listening to you. out that there is no Jane O'Brien that it's there's a, not that it's a super creepy guy named David wait there's no she wasn't real Tig Tig <laughs> can I tell you though that was me in school all the time wait what they did? I didn't see that. Like you just are barely listening to anything anybody says, and once oh. in a while you're like, oh, wait. Nothing. Huh? Nothing. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so then these these documentarians start to track down David D'Amato, and they mm-hmm. find out that he's done some terrible things to these. You say D'Amato, I, I say, say pervert. D'Amato. Oh. <laughs> He was creepy. I mean, he still is. I guess he's out there. No, he's not. He's not? After the documentary came out, what it was happened? announced. Well, wait, wait. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, we should have waited wait until the end. <laughs> oh my God. I loved how earnest you were. Wait, wait. <laughs> the whole show will be ruined. <laughs> It just proves how earnestly you want to keep all the beans contained. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, no, no. Don't tell him. Oh, my God. I had Well, no- he's either dead or he faked his death. You know, right, because nobody. Possible. Yeah. Because I mean, he knowing- assumed different, per- uh, not personalities. Wait, uh, wait. I- <laughs> Identities. He would, you know, he would find a a social security number from a deceased woman and use that social security number to do all these terrible things. Like, really? And he did spend six months in jail for that, but it was not long enough. I wonder if anyone tickled him while he was in there. Oh, my God. I mean, that I would Google. Go ahead. If I if I knew that if you had the time that there was footage of him being tickled in prison, you'd want to see that man tickle. Well, I think I would just you know. Okay, what if we were? What if I was like Cheryl? Meet me at this day spa, okay? Yeah, and uh, you get on the um, 
Massage the, uh, table again? Massage table. <laughs> and and look away from me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get on this massage table. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look away from you. Okay. I'm going to count to three. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? I'm going to count to 30. That's and then we'll look at each other. Okay. And what if we did that and I was D'Amato? And oh then and then all God. of a sudden the tickling started. You were being tickled, he was being tickled, and your heads couldn't turn. You had to look at each other. <gasps> I'm sure I would throw up. Mm-hmm. I think it would just be a reaction. Yeah. Because he's really so creepy and disgusting. Yeah. He, you know what I really liked about this film? One of our listeners said that they like the way I say documentary because it sounds like I'm saying mint, but that's just the way I say it, I guess, documentary. But these guys are from New Zealand, and listen, I want you to hear how they pronounce documentary. Like, I don't use either, man. It's not a, Okay, well, I mean, we're, we're shooting a documentary, so we'll, we'll keep... See? That's like me. Document, documentary. Documentary. Yeah, that's how I say it. That's not how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the clip we went to? <laughs> that's the clip. I wanted you to hear him say documentary. <laughs> oh my god! I keep flashing back to you, going wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh my okay, god! Okay, so he died in two thousand. I mean, he either died or he didn't. Or right? he's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's wily, but but mm-hmm. his online personas. Am I skipping ahead? I mean, I can't skip much more ahead. No, than I him think this is dead. it. No, I think this. I think we are winding it. This is the yeah. end. We're landing the plane. Wait, did you have something to say that happened after he died? No, <laughs> I just never know if you're gonna. Oh, yell at me. Oh, of course I am. Um, are you ready for some final thoughts? Yes. Mm, it's time for happily ever after thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Um, oh, God. Did you cry? No. But you laughed. Do not treat me. <laughs> it's, it's weird that you laughed. <laughs> I mean, maybe at the beginning. At the beginning, would you think it's going to be a funny sh- film? Yeah. And then when you find out that, like, it's all, it's like a tickle torture, did you still laugh or were you like, okay? No. The, and quit using this as a way to find out <laughs> if I'm mentally Sexually ill. Sexually Oh. Sexually attracted to who? Tick, tick, tickling, tickle, tickle things. I know I'm not. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, I've never heard you so serious in my life. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I should have saved that for the serious moment, the serious place we will be when we're in. We're going to be day. in when I'm going to squeeze your left leg. Wait, did you cry? Uh, no. No. I was, uh, what's the word? Uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The entire time, so uncomfortable. Who were you attracted to? I was attracted to David, the, the, fil- the filmmaker. Yeah, me too. He's so yeah. cute, right? Yeah, really cute. He was so cute. Had a nice disposition. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. He always tried to give everybody, you know, a chance to say their piece, whatever they want to say. He was very sweet about it, and um, seemed smart and. His partner was funny because he hardly said a word. Right. I remember when he talked for the first time, I was like, oh. Me too. Yeah, startled me. Oh, because he said, 
because at some point they actually catch up with David D'Amato and he goes, my heart is beating fast. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was like, me too. But anyway, yeah, the the good David was awfully cute. Our taste is really starting to line up, whereas the mm. first 15 episodes of the yeah. show, we were polar Splintered. opposites. And now... Well, I mean, when you watch Tina Turner documentary and it's really just about one person and it's Tina Turner, how could you not be attracted to Tina Turner? You know what I'm saying? Right, but even if there's more than Tina Turner in a movie, I'm still going to be into Tina Turner. Before we go, do you want to read some true fan mail? Yeah. Okay. Emily S. writes, Hi, Tig and Cheryl. Every time Tig touches on her plant-based diet and being vegan, I just want more. I would listen to a full lecture from her on the subject, truly. I feel like I'm almost there personally and was wondering if Tig would drop some of her favorite recipes for the audience. Well, Do you have recipes? Emily S., thank you. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad it's of interest to you. I hope you make the switch. I would say... Here's one of my um, favorite meals Okay. that uh, my friend Beth and I argue all the time about who made this up. I think she did. She thinks I did. Okay. What you're going to want to do, Emily S., get yourself some raw spinach, okay? Okay. Raw baby spinach. And fill up just a layer of it on a plate, Okay. On a, on, a, yeah. on a regular All right. and then dig in and enjoy I'm kidding and um, <laughs> okay next mm-hmm. you're going to bake and I'm not saying this is the order but I'm just this is how it goes in order to make the meal not necessarily in the cooking order okay you bake a potato a plain potato okay okay you don't have to put it in foil you just Stick it in the oven, 350 for 55 minutes. Go ahead. You bake that puppy. Mm -hmm. Get it out. You cut it. I do four ways so you can, like, squeeze it open. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you put that baked potato on top of the spinach. Okay. Okay? Then you're going to get yourself an avocado. And -hmm. you're going to cut that avocado into wedges. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you put the little wedges around the plate. This mm. is the presentation. Oh, Cheryl? I am, I'm sorry, Emily, but I'm getting bored out of my skull with this Go one. do something else. <laughs> Just careful of okay. banana peels. Okay, so so, so you far, put yeah. the, the you put the avocados around mm-hmm. the plate okay. at the, on the edge there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you're going to get yourself, not salsa. Do not ruin this by getting mm-hmm. salsa. Cashew Thomas, butter. have you had this? Have I made this for you before? Is it delicious? It yes, is. So, he thumbs up, thumbs up, nodding. Okay. Yes. I okay. mean, we're all on the edge of our seat. Okay. I, I hope people are. Yeah. Go ahead. You get yourself some fresh. Whether you make it or you go to a Mexican restaurant and get it, or the grocery store, pico de gallo. Okay. okay. It has to be fresh, and it has okay. to. You got to get a lot of it. Okay. Okay. And it's good if they're if it's like sat for a couple of days in your mm-hmm. refrigerator so it gets like juicy mm-hmm. again no butter no nothing in that potato is, that, is this the whole recipe cheryl mm-hmm. have i finished talking <laughs> okay you squeeze that tater open yes you dump pico de gallo mm-hmm. into the potato mm-hmm. the plain potato mm-hmm. and make it 
a healthy portion. Okay. Okay. And make sure the juices of the pico de gallo oh is God. like really filling the potato. And then. Oh my God. Yes. And then you get yourself. A fork. Some balsamic vinaigrette. vinaigrette. Okay, great. And you pour that balsamic vinaigrette on your potato with the pico de gallo. And, okay. and, and I would say not like smother it. Okay. Okay. You know what, Tig? We've got to move on. And I think And then that's you great cut into your potato. potato. And then you eat it. And, and then, but of, no, but here's no. what's oh, important. No. You make sure. You have a bite of all of the different flavors of the avocado and the spinach and the, we get it. It can't be cooked spinach. It has to be raw, raw spinach. spinach. Baby it cannot spinach. be salsa. Can I tell you what Becky be G says? Can I tell you now what Now you Becky tell me, mm-hmm. and this meal that Beth and I created separately one of us made it it is called tater time okay that's what we call it tater time okay i hope we can enjoy your tater time emily write in will you write in and and say tig told me to write in and tell her if i like tater time okay and everyone else that heard this and is making tater time you write in and let me know what you think it is so good can i go ahead can i tell you what becky g writes oh yeah dear tig and cheryl if you're reading this on air, Tracy in Prague and Becky in Washington State are losing their minds. Here's the scoop. We are dear friends separated by Miles who meet up each Monday via your podcast. What follows your weekly episodes is several days of text, laughter, and connection. Thank you for all you offer this friendship. Sorry, I'm not wearing my glasses. We adore your podcast. When your show goes live, we are committed to traveling not only for a reunion, but also to offend Cheryl with our matching Hey Girl, Hey Tank Tops. (laughs) Please look for us in the audience. (laughs) P.S. Cheryl, you and Tracy are both from Florida, attended the same university, and graduated the same year. Oh, my God. Does does this make you want to own a matching tank top, too? Mm Mm-mm. Hey Girl, Hey. I can't. Or I would say Nay Girl, Nay. Nay, girl, nay. What do you think of that? Uh, it's pretty good. It's, yeah. Uh, I like that these ladies, I mean, that's, that's really amazing. That's a long distance. And I like that they're going to get together just to show me their tank tops that I'm not going to like. Are you still um, excited by the idea of um, doing live shows together? Yeah, I am. It'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. Oh, my gosh. It would be so fun. Oh, my God. We'll have to just travel around and see our peeps. Before we went on the road, we could also do live Zoom shows, too. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Maybe people can write in and let us know. Yeah, let us know if that interests you, if you're like, oh. Because if it seems like we're not getting a huge reaction, we probably won't do it. But if we get like a bunch of people writing in being like, hey, girl, hey, (laughs) then we'll do it. But if we get a lot of nay, girl, nay. (laughs) Oh, gosh, it hurts. And if we get a lot of nay girl nays, then we're going to go on the nay girl nay tour. Are we not? (laughs) With like three people in the audience. Cheryl? Yes. Do you have anything to promote? I'm going to say no, because you can Google stuff. And they can Google stuff on you. Okay. Army of the Dead is uh, on Netflix. Ooh, that's exciting. And my HBO special comes Mm -hmm. out this summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also check out Under a Rock with Tig. Oh, God. Okay. That's all we got. Should we do it again? Let's do it again. 
Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.